Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. There was a man who lived in America for less than four years in the 1600s. But while he was here, he had a powerful impact for Jesus Christ. His name was Hansard Knollis. Hansard Knollis was born in Lincolnshire, England in 1598. While he was a student at the University of Cambridge, he trusted Christ as his Savior. After he graduated, he became a school teacher. And then in 1629, when he was 31 years old, he left teaching to become a preacher. He entered the ministry that same year as a part of the state church, the Church of England. In 1632, he began to feel that conforming to the state church was unscriptural, and before long, he resigned. He then began preaching as a Puritan, and in 1636, he was arrested for this illegal ministry. While he was being held, his guard felt guilty for detaining a man of God, and he let Hansard escape. He immediately fled to London with his wife and their only child and they boarded a ship for America. Their child died on the journey, and Hansard Knollis and his wife arrived in Boston in 1638, heartbroken and penniless. He worked for three weeks doing manual labor in Boston, but when it was learned that he was a minister who didn't fully line up with the views of the church there, he was banished from Boston. Some men from the colony of New Hampshire heard about it, and they invited Hansard to come to their settlement in Dover along the Piscataqua River to be their pastor and he and his wife went with them to Dover, New Hampshire, to establish a church. But when they arrived, the governor refused to allow Hansard to be their pastor. So, the people of Dover rose up and removed the governor, so that they could have a church led by Pastor Hansard Knollis. In the fall of 1638, the first church of Dover was formed. At some point early in his pastorate, Hansard was persuaded from the scriptures of his need to be baptized in deep water. And not only was he baptized, but he began preaching and practicing the scriptural principles of baptism by immersion after salvation, and that the church must be comprised only of saved and baptized people. Both the church and the settlement of Dover were doing well under the spiritual leadership of Hansard Knollis. Then in 1640, a wealthy and talented man named Thomas Larkham came to Dover. Thomas Larkham had been a pastor in England, and now he wanted to be the pastor of the church in Dover, New Hampshire. Larkham's winsome personality gained him quick popularity in Dover, and he was able to stir up the people to vote him in as their pastor in place of Hansard Knollis. Knollis honored the will of the people and stepped aside. But the people of the church soon saw that their new pastor did not follow the scriptures. So they voted Thomas Larkham out, put Hansard Knollis back in, and banished Larkham from their town. Historians record that the core difference between Hansard Knollis and Thomas Larkham was regarding scriptural baptism versus infant baptism and how that affected church membership. Thomas Larkham refused to be banished from Dover. In April of 1641, he stirred up the people who were loyal to him to start a riot in town. They physically attacked Hansard Knollis, and soon the town was in a total uproar. Hansard stood up in the middle of town with his Bible raised in the air and demanded that peace be restored. Things did settle down temporarily, but Larkham's crew sent to Portsmouth for reinforcements. Soon there were armed men in Dover who held a brief trial, which resulted in Hansard Knollis being heavily fined. 
Later, Hansard was acquitted of all charges and released from the fine. In that same decision, however, Thomas Larkham was reinstated as the pastor. Later in 1641, an accusation was made against Hansard Knollis of what was called a moral dalliance. History strongly indicates that this was just another attempt by Hansard Knollis's enemies to injure his influence and remove him from Dover. He filed a slander suit against his accusers, but soon thereafter he received word that his aging father needed him to return immediately to England. Hansard, his wife, and their new child left for England on Christmas Day, 1641. He had spent less than four years in America, never to return. But his American legacy didn't end there. Back in Dover, Thomas Larkham led the church to embrace the beliefs of the Congregational Church, which included infant baptism and all of the implications of it. The Baptists in the church formed their own church, and to avoid the oppression of the state church, they moved hundreds of miles away to Long Island, where they flourished for over 20 years. But when the English took the colony from the Dutch in 1664, the Baptists were soon dealing with the oppression of the state church again. And that's when they moved to the colony of New Jersey, where they enjoyed freedom to worship under the English baron George Carteret. They named their new settlement after the river near which they had lived in Dover, New Hampshire, Piscataway. The current-day town of Piscataway, New Jersey, was originally settled by a Baptist congregation from Dover, New Hampshire. The historian J. Newton Brown, who recorded these details in 1859, 200 years later, closed his account with these words, To this day, no kind of Christians but Baptists grows in Piscataway. And not only do they fill the town, but in the towns around it, new churches are continually springing up as shoots from the parent tree, first planted by the hands and watered by the tears and prayers of Hansard Knollis in America. Christian, God will bring a great harvest from the difficult seed sowing that you're doing right now. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian, stay the